Hi there. Tom D'Antoni back at World Cup Coffee and Tea at Northwest 18th and Gleason in the world-famous cupping room after a week in the OMN booth at the Waterfront Blues Festival. I've got composer-guitarist Ryan Marr in here with me, continuing something that I find fascinating, and that's when we bring in the curator of one of Portland's music festivals and have them talk about the performers they've booked into the festival. The Montevilla Jazz Festival returns this year on Saturday and Sunday, August 18th and 19th. It's the most adventurous of all the festivals. Ryan will also be performing. We'll hear a tune from his latest album, Evil Twin, at the end of our conversation. Ryan's been in the coffee shop before, and he's always welcome. Ryan, uh, welcome back to The Cupping Room. Thanks again for having me. Yes, yes. You've spent some time here before. Yep. And, um, uh, it's been a little while, a year yeah, and a half or so. Something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Um, I think you were wearing a uh, Giants hat that day. Yeah. You're wearing a Mariners hat today. Yeah, I'm a front runner. I you are know. a front runner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just for everybody today, we had our we, we got our baseball talk out of the way at yeah. least for the for the time being <laughs> before we turned on the recorder. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, welcome back to the Cupping Room. This is a World Cup Coffee and Tea, where the brand new, grand new. Um, remodeling job has happened here and it all looks beautiful and we're all happy about it Uh, always happy to be here Um, okay we got the Montevilla Jazz Festival again this year and we're very happy to be a media sponsor once again yes it's always good five years can you believe it this is our fifth year really yeah wow yeah it's crazy it is crazy I don't know Uh, how'd that happen I don't even know (laughs) (laughs) Well, things have a tendency to go by fast. Yeah. Um, So you are the programming director. Yeah, sure. In another world, you would be the artistic director. Yeah. Or the curator. Yep. Um, I mean, I do more than that, than just like curate, but that Uh is definitely part of what I do. What else do you do? Um, aside from being like co-founder, you know, when we mm-hmm. first started, it was like all hands on deck. So, yeah. you know, I had a hand in development, which is now uh, under Neil Matson, another co-founder's lead. Um, it, you know, uh, and because luckily we had some luck, I guess, uh, early on, a lot of groundwork was laid and we don't have to do as much work as we once did uh-huh. so i guess nowadays i'm doing a little bit less than i used to which that's a good thing yeah um uh, but aside from programming um you know i do all the stuff related to uh, communication with the artists and mm-hmm. a lot um to do with communicating with the media such as yourself yep. um and i also do a lot of stuff during the festival um it's like you know wrangling yeah yeah and production you know so like programming and production uh-huh um it's that's a a funny word programming director because i guess like i do kind of direct the programming which would be kind of the curation like you're talking about but also yeah. the programs i end up directing so yeah um anything kind of related to programs of the festival yeah now the, the montevilla festival is different from the portland jazz festival yeah greatly greatly yeah because it's, it's local yeah all yeah. local yeah but also in content yeah, yeah. yeah. totally aesthetically yeah. very yeah. different how, yeah. how, how would you describe it 
Um, I want to just first say that I love the Portland Jazz Festival. I think it's awesome. Of course. Um, you have to say that. Yeah, I, have, well, I want to, too. I mean, it's great. And I always feel honored when I get to participate as an artist, and, and they have such great And you talent. want to continue to do so. I do, yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, no, our festival, I think, um, maybe less so this year than other years, but we mm-hmm. focus on forward-thinking or boundary-pushing mm-hmm. uh, artists and musicians. Um and almost exclusively uh, original content by the artist. So uh-huh. no covers. In fact, I, I always joke with artists that um, I will find the artists if they play any covers <laughs> of tunes. <laughs> you won't be hearing Olio at the no, Monterey no. Jazz Festival this I, year. I think I, I or mean, Mustang Sally. Right, no Mustang <laughs> Sally. Oh, yeah. Or just Pearl Jam songs. Um, I think it's... I'm pretty certain that it's under five tunes, so less than a handful of tunes in five years that were not penned by (laughs) one of the artists. You have kept track of this, haven't you? Yes, it annoys me when they. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) you don't want to annoy Ryan Marr. You do not want to annoy Ryan Marr, ladies and gentlemen. Let me just tell you that. Yeah, no, we we you know uh, I'm joking, but uh, there's a lot of great. Music that's being created by local artists, and that's the intent of the festival: is to showcase the new music and where this music is going uh, here in town. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So that's a lot of this idea came from the PJCE, uh, with whom I work closely as well. That's the Portland Portland Jazz, Jazz Composers, Composers Ensemble. All right, a mouthful okay. of yeah. Uh, uh, is is the festival part of that or it's sort of no okay. they're separate yeah but the, uh, I mean I, but a lot of the, the same people thread, yeah, yeah a lot of the same people because yeah. that's the vibe of the PJCE is yeah. to have new music by organ composers and you know the record label is all uh, organ composers and new mm-hmm. music uh, the record label has less than five tunes there's uh, you just picked up the 34th release yes. um, of Yours. the record label yeah <laughs> and um, yeah there's less than five tunes that were not penned by Composers wow. on the label, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, awesome. That's the vibe. Yeah, great. Um, why? There's another one of yours. <laughs> that was. Uh, that's not a PJCE, is it? It's not. No. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about that. We'll get okay. to that. Yeah, we'll get there. So, all right. So, as we have done with uh, Peter Damon and Don Lukoff mm-hmm. and Nicholas Harris and uh, people like that who are responsible for um, uh, 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 programming, yeah. <laughs> curating, yeah, artistic sure. directing uh, these festivals, let's just start on Saturday and go through it. Okay, great. Okay, so, yeah. I. We're, you're starting out with? Um, I, hopefully I have the schedule here. Uh, well, I'm looking at the artist page, which is a little different than the schedule. But I, I know that... the schedule page. I, I should get the schedule page up. Um, Shawei Wu's Salting is uh, mm-hmm. what kicks off the festival. and um, Now, that's a person a lot of people may not be familiar with. Certainly. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't say that he's like one of the most active artists in Portland, uh-huh. um, but he is one of the more creative ones that I've come across, certainly. Um, 
just personally, I, I first came in contact with him when I was teaching at the Portland State summer camp, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I thought he was a student. I mean, he's he's an older gentleman. He's older than I am, um, <laughs> and that's not uncommon for older people to be students. But he wasn't. He was actually kind of like a sort of student, but mostly just like being paid to be there to help out and play bass. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where I first met him, and it was like it was like, oh, he's really good. Um, and he kind of approached the music differently, and he's just like a super nice guy. What do you mean differently? Um, he doesn't. The, uh, I just played a gig with him on Sunday too. Uh-huh. Um, he doesn't play the bass in a typical fashion for a jazz bass player, um, uh-huh. but not that that uh, that can be a bad thing in my experience playing with bass players that yeah. approach the instrument differently. And it's not with him. It's very interactive. Um, which that's great always, um, and it does. He doesn't just always. Uh, I wouldn't say he always plays the bass as we're used to hearing it, as it functions with the harmony or even huh. rhythm. Um, I'm not saying you know some. Musicians so how does how does that what does that do what how how do, how, does, how do you react to that when you're playing with him? Um, I, I I like it. Um, yeah. I hope to play with him more. Um, what do you have to do? That's, you have to do anything different? You have to listen, but yeah. you should always yeah. listen. Right. Um, but, you know, it's kind of like if you did things that you normally would do when the bass player is playing normally, uh-huh. that may not work as well. Uh-huh. Uh, so it, uh-huh. it creates interaction. Uh-huh. And, um, uh-huh. and I'm not playing with Shao on this set. It's going to be uh-huh. Randy Porter, who, yeah. man, uh, we're going to talk a lot about him today. Yeah. Um, and Jason Palmer, another just very responsive and super sensitive uh, jazz drummer um, uh-huh. that uh-huh. Uh, when these guys play together, it's just like it's they can't play the same way once or whatever that <laughs> really <laughs> whatever that silly yeah, trope yeah. is. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just it's uh, one of the groups that's like in the spirit of the festival. It's a constant improvisation, uh-huh. searching for new stuff always. Uh-huh. It's it's uh-huh. really nice music too, though. It's not like weird esoteric stuff. It's yeah. like it sounds good for people that don't know that much about jazz. Gotcha. So gotcha. It's nice. I yeah. think people will be pleasantly surprised if they if they haven't heard the record that he uh-huh. put out on his own or anything like that. Uh-huh. Okay. And after Shawei Wu, mm-hmm. we have. George Colligan's Other Berry. What does Other Berry mean? <laughs> um, Other Berry is... That's, a, that's, a, that's also a... Uh, uh, that, that's the name of his band. The, yeah, the name of the band is Other Berry. Okay. Um, and George Colligan is more or less the leader. Um, and <laughs> he is playing uh, keyboards in this. Um, so huh. a lot of synth sounds and uh-huh. electronic sounds. Um, and... Yeah, you know, he doesn't shy away from it, and neither do I. It's fusion, but yeah. it's, you know, don't let that scare you away. Hey. <laughs> That's all I have to say. You know, I play a lot of fusion on my show. Yeah. You know? You play a lot of great stuff on your show. You know, over. the thing is, I, I, fusion got a bad name it did. somehow. I, I don't get it. Um, when, and when it was around, when it was first around, I had a lot of fights with people about it. <laughs> I'm telling you to tell you the truth. I mean, I saw Miles at, at, at the Fillmore East, okay? With wow. that, so, Damn, I'm jealous. So I was there, you know, I mean, for the whole fusion thing. I think one of the reasons, you know, to tell you the honest truth, mm. I think one of the reasons that uh, fusion got a bad name was Return to Forever and all that stupid 
<laughs> bullshit that they, you know, I mean, because because it was all about Scientology oh. and all that, and it was like overblown. Does and, his Scientology go that far back? Wow, oh, yeah. I didn't know yeah, it goes that yeah, far back. Yeah. And um, uh, even though that even though that band had great musicians, yeah, you know, it was like, uh, come on, you know, like this, this is not heavy, this is not, isn't metal, you know. Yeah. But uh, for but for you know um, there was so much great fusion, yeah. And I, it's, it's making a comeback, yeah, which is great. I was very happy when you know to, to, to you know when, when that started to happen. Well, it just it's it is kind of a dumb word too. I mean, it, right. isn't jazz just fusion to start with? You know, we're going to well, take you know <laughs> what it, what it meant back then was it was a fusion of jazz and rock, and rock right? You yeah. know, so right. which was fine. Yeah. You know, I mean that's how you know that is how a lot of people got into jazz. Totally. You know, I mean, when when the Mahavishnu Orchestra's Intermounting Flame came out, yeah. people lost their minds. Yeah. People, people who only listened to rock mm-hmm. back then, mm-hmm. you know, they they heard that and go, went, oh my God, what the fuck is this? Yeah. this I love this, yeah. you know. And uh, so I'm very happy to see it's back. So what what sort of brand uh, fusion is, is George's band? Um, Douglas Dietrich from the PJC, he, the other day, he kind of compared it to Tony Williams' Lifetime, which I think oh, is pretty fair. That's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, guitar, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, keyboards, and, you know, Larry Young plays organ in that band, uh-huh. and Tony Williams. Uh-huh. Um, there's certainly a lot of virtuosity in this band, um, you know, and that's kind of the hallmark of fusion. You can't really play fusion right. unless you can shred. Yeah. And, yeah. and these kids shred. I can call them kids because they're younger than me. Um, <laughs> George isn't younger than George you. is not, no. but, uh, you know, he's their, their professor at Portland yeah. State University. I and, um, yeah. You know, he took them under their under his wing, and um, a, almost all the tunes. I think all the tunes, except for like an intro here and there on the record, are mm-hmm. his tunes. Um, but you know, they get their chance to shine, and they yeah. shine. Yeah. They can play. That's great. Yeah, it's great. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Why look who follows George? <laughs> it's you. Yeah. So yeah. What's this evil twin? Evil twin. Yes. Yeah. Let's jump mean? into that. So what I would say. My evil twin band. Um, it, it's had a bunch of different personnel in it, but it's always uh-huh. been a double bassless trio. So my wow. favorite band of all time is a Paul Motion trio with Bill Frizzell and Joe Lovano. Ah, and uh, so it's kind of like a poor man's attempt at that. Uh-huh. Um, it, but then two of them, so double drums, double guitars, double woodwinds. Um, and it's, we don't play standards or, you know, Mingus or, uh, you know, those kinds of things that that band played. Um, in fact, we don't really play tunes at all. Uh-huh. We try to create the tunes on the spot. So uh-huh. um, it's not free jazz, which is it's fine if you want to call it that. I, I don't care about labels. It's as like, much, but, but see, I, I, I wouldn't shy away from that. Yeah. You know, it's like fusion. Yeah. And people, you know, people used to give me shit about fusion. All yeah. the time. Fuck you. you know, yeah. It's a great, it's a, it's, it's a great genre and right. it works and, 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 and it's, a, but you know, yeah. the same thing about free jazz. You need to get either dig it or don't, you know, right. I mean, really. The only, the only thing I would say, I mean, I, I like free jazz yeah. and I, I'm down to play free jazz. Uh, but yeah. that also comes with parameters that right. I think that this band doesn't necessarily follow. Um, well, I'm free not, jazz always did. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. nobody's completely free. People have a right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah time no changes is like an right. approach to it, right. or like right. you know, the, even the album Free Jazz from Ornette Coleman. There, you can hear there's definitely some written out things. Of course, yeah. this is we create everything uh-huh. from nothing. So like we want it to sound like a tune, something yeah. that you would like enjoy listening to yeah. but we we don't have anything written now or any preconceived notions so how would a tune start 
they, in, 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 in performance? Sometimes it would start from nothing. Like no one says or looks or does anything, and it just starts. And it could start with just like uh, the guitars doing some kind of thing, uh-huh. and then the drummers respond, and then the woodwinds respond. Or sometimes we could all just start all at once. Um, a thing that I like to do is just like throw out a word, and then <laughs> that's the tune that we play. So I could say something like, uh, I think we even did it on the record. I was like, let's play a spider web. So all <laughs> six of us improvise a tune that kind of conjures up imagery of a spider web or something like that. Awesome. So, yeah. Wow. I call it spontaneously, no, spontaneous collective improvis- or co- collective composition. I don't even know what I call it, apparently. But... <laughs> <laughs> Spontaneous collective composition. I don't know. I think anytime you label something, it limits what, what it is. Yeah, you know. Right. What I mean, it should be which just... is the the point of a label. Uh, you know, when I, we... oh, well, of course, <laughs> I know. I understand that's marketing. Yeah. You got to have it. Yeah, I, doesn't mean I have to like it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Sound like a millennial, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> I was a millennial fifty years ago. Okay. Um, uh, and and you call it evil twin because. The, the, the pairing of the instruments? Yeah, the double guitar, gotcha. double drums. But only one drummer. Oh, no, two, two drummers. drummers. Two yeah. drummers. Oh, wow. Charlie Doggett and Tim, Tim DeRoe. Wow. Yeah. yeah, so wow. both the other Barry and the Evil Twin are PJCE Records release events. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, they and that's the band from the record, um, and uh, you know George's band is from the record too. So um, it's a CD release as well as part of the festival. That's great. Yeah, good. All right. Uh, listen, uh, when we uh, finish, mm-hmm. uh, how about if, uh, if if we put a, a, a tune from from uh, from your album at the end? Yeah, that'd be okay. Great. Well, sure. well, we'll 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 get to that when we sure. get to that. Uh, okay. Um, following that, we've got uh, the PJCE itself. Yeah, I'm excited for that one too. Wow! And it says lineup to be determined. That's fun. Actually, I have. I should update the website. Um, <laughs> the band is booked. So, oh, cool. yeah. Um, well, for instance, well, the music is all going to be all new music created uh-huh. by James Miley. Um, uh-huh. And if listeners aren't familiar with James Miley's music, uh, I would behoove one to listen to the, his incredible music. Um, he's a professor at Willamette University in Salem, and he's a renowned jazz composer and mm-hmm. gets commissions and has published like crazy. Um, he also plays piano. And he is writing a new suite of music called Watershed Suite. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to be, you know, like an aural depiction of the Oregon waterways. Huh. So um, looking forward to that music. Um, the band is going to be some uh, familiar faces and some new ones. Um, a new face would be Adit Schneer, uh, a University of Oregon professor. She plays alto and clarinet on mm-hmm. this. Um, Matt Hetwer is playing trombone. He's played with a band before, but you mm-hmm. know, he's a younger guy. Denzel Mendoza, who plays with Haley Hendricks, he's playing trombone on this. Um, yeah, a lot of familiar faces, a lot of new faces. Have you started rehearsing rehearsals yet for that? No, the rehearsals will be in August. Yeah. Um, music yeah. hasn't even been composed yet. Wow. Um, it'll be composed, <laughs> if James is listening, by August 1st. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Musicians, Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, and following uh, James Miley and the PJCE is Farnell. Farnell Newton, Evolution. Now, is this his, is this his fusion band? Sure. 
Yeah. <laughs> Come on, tell me. Yeah, tell me the truth. He, it's not straight ahead. Yeah. The, the, he has made that delineation. It's like, funky. It's not like his record that he did with Greg Goble and Chris Brown and those okay. cats. It's, but it's he, not the other ship connection. No, it's somewhere not the other ship. It's somewhere in between. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. They're gotcha. all his tunes, mm-hmm. um, and it will have some funkiness to it. Absolutely. Well, if Tyrone Hendricks is in the band, it yeah. has to. and also Peter Knudsen. And yeah. yeah, I mean, that's yeah. a funky band. I'm yeah. stoked for that. It's good Saturday night music, for sure. Absolutely. Um, has, what, what, has he, what has he told you about this, this, what he's going to do? Has he told you anything? Uh, um, well, I mean, they're his tunes. Um, yeah. Or at least his tunes, maybe Kyle's tunes, the trombone player. Yeah. Um, and he told me that it's going to be full of energy, which is what we were hoping for. Oh. And all originals, which I was hoping for. All yeah. right. <laughs> so I'm stoked. <laughs> okay. I love Farnell's playing. I mean, I always knew he was good, and then I got to play with him more recently, and I just uh-huh. love it. It's so clear. His playing is so clear. Yeah, and and just uh, it's you know wrought with energy and uh, sincerity that he plays very sincerely, which I love. Yeah, I, yeah. just it's honest. And then the Colt Glover comes back to town. Yes. Wow. Yeah, we fought hard to make that happen. I mean, she she's great. She's a really great person and really yeah. great player. But yeah. you know, she's living in New York now and um, she's busy. So it was uh, you know it was a. a good effort to get her to come out for this and she's excited and we're excited busy in new york is good yeah totally yeah, yeah. she's yeah. she's killing it yeah and she'll be with her old uh, her old uh, professor right the george colligan her whole band from her last record oh right the, yeah alan jones called first record mm-hmm. yeah yeah alan jones george colligan john lakey yeah i remember interviewing her when she first came back the first time oh okay you know when she moved back uh-huh and and she, apparently she didn't have a great time that first that first run in New York. Oh, okay. I didn't even know about this. Yeah. Uh, and then she she studied with George and you know and and all that went to, you know, and uh, just just blossomed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So what kind of stuff is she doing these days? It's all originals. Um, yeah. I, I imagine that uh, last time I talked to her about her record, um, she said she was sick of it, <laughs> which that's what happens when you make a record. Uh, you know, there's a, there is an axiom about um, in television, uh-huh. you know, where I spent most of my career right. before I got old and I can't be on television anymore, <laughs> um, that the moment you are sick to death of what you're working on, that's when people are just getting it. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I'm sure that's the same way in music. Yep. You know? Yep. I mean, uh, just from my perspective as a, an artist, like lately I've been feeling that way, you know, like you get sick of tunes or whatever. Yeah. But, but I'm embracing that. And like, that's actually when you start to like master or like own yeah. it, you know? Yeah. Um, and I was thinking about this cause I was like looking at a box set of Miles Davis and like, they just played the same tunes like uh, for a whole week. And I was like, yeah. don't they get sick of it? These guys. And like, and then I had the realization, I was like, no, they didn't. That's the point is like, we're playing these tunes and this is what, where we do our thing. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. um, yeah, but anyway, Nicole. Uh, yeah, great. I imagine she's going to be playing new stuff, probably not stuff from uh-huh. her record, first uh-huh. record, which is a couple because years you're, old Because you're, you're the new stuff cop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I walk that beat. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Saturday, she yeah. got it off with Alan Jones. Yeah, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday I mean. Sunday, yeah. 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 Alan yeah. Jones' social music, yeah. 
What does social music mean? Music for the people. That's what he tells me. Really? Yeah. Okay. I don't know much more. Really? really. I mean, it's Alan <laughs> it's Jones. Like Facebook and, music. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, yeah. no, it's, no, it's not. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, jazz for the people, and it's all uh-huh. originals. Uh, yeah. he, he assured me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that band is also extra killing. Joe Manis. Yeah. Randy Porter. Yeah. John Lakey. Yeah. Man, pretty good. You know, a lot of people don't know about Joe, uh, Joe Manis. Yeah. You know? I mean, everybody I mean, knows about about Randy Porter. I yeah. mean, about Alan Jones. Uh-huh. Okay. I mean, and Colligan at this point. And, yeah. 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 Uh, Joe is making a lot of noise lately. I mean, mm-hmm. that dude works hard. Uh, and he's a friend. And, yeah, he works hard. I, I really respect his musicianship and his mm-hmm. work ethic. Like, if there's ever a gig in town, like a new gig in town, like, yeah. he, he's going to get a gig there because, uh-huh. like, you know, he's got his music business game stuff together. Uh-huh. You know, he's got CDs and press releases and quotes. And yeah. he, like, assures people that like people will come out to my gig and they do and yeah. he sounds good yeah. and so yeah he's more people will know him it's just gonna take some time you know yeah. how this stuff works yeah yeah uh and alan jones is alan jones alan jones is alan jones he's just he's a, a force of nobody's jazz. like him yeah there is isn't right. really i mean you know if you yeah. think about there are a lot of great drummers in portland right and in the world <laughs> right but uh he is a force yeah. he is absolutely and always has been yep it doesn't seem to be slowing down <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I have no sign of that in the future, no. I don't think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, and following Alan Jones, we have Christopher Brown. Yeah. What does Art of the Dialogue mean? So, Is he going to talk to people? Yeah, he's going he's gonna to talk. Yeah. Um, That's because what he does. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a conversant fellow, for sure. Yeah. Um, he, he, Chris Brown is he's, there's no secret to Chris Brown and he plays a lot and he plays at a very high level with a very high level band and um, I mean that's one of the more recognizable names especially for modern jazz in Portland yeah. um, and they haven't played the festival yet um and it, it isn't because of any other reason except for the original music thing um, because like for the first couple of years of a festival when he showed interest in playing the festival and we were doing mm-hmm. our thing he was doing the 80s cover music right. and that's just right. I mean while that stuff is great we that wasn't what we were doing you know right. with the festival right. so right. Um, but now you know after spending some time with him it's like look we really want your band and we want you and you know w- w- can we do something special like something that you you don't do every Wednesday at 1905 mm-hmm. you know what can we offer different and you know he, we kicked around some ideas and we landed on this idea where he, uh, it's like yeah it's uh, 10% talking and 90% playing so um, wow. he's gonna yeah it'll be a conversation between the artists and the audience interesting yeah I'm looking forward to it it should huh. be cool Wow. It's got uh, John Nastos. Yeah. Colligan. Dave Captain. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty good band. Yeah. 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 That's just pretty much his normal band, except for um, Greg Goble usually plays keyboards or yeah. piano with him. Yeah. I think yeah. Greg's on the road with Gino Vanelli or something. Uh, oh, <laughs> man. Yeah. <laughs> He's on that. I didn't realize he was on that, 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 yeah. that Vanelli train. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I asked him. Uh, I asked. I forget. I asked who I asked. It might have been uh, Jay Bird Coder. Might have been somebody mm-hmm. who's on on the road all the time with him about what is it? Why does why does or, or Damien? Uh, right. what, why why does Gino Vanelli take all the best players in town? <laughs> you know, and he goes, well, he's really demanding, uh-huh. and his, you know, he, he you know he needs people who who can read precisely, and uh-huh. and uh, you know he's a you know taskmaster. 
Yeah, I mean, he's a pro, right? Yeah. He wants, yeah. He wants pros like Greg Goble. <laughs> and apparently yeah. it's a pretty good gig. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> All right. Following Christopher Brown, the creative... Now, uh, this, is this the first time you've worked with the Creative Music Guild? I guess, like, in an official capacity, yeah. I feel like all of these artists have showed right. up at our festival in one way or another, and right. and they're a like-minded organization, you know. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, maybe Montevilla Jazz Festival, PJCE, CMG, like, if they mm-hmm. were political entities, I don't know if we even want to go down this road, but, you know, <laughs> maybe uh, CMG's a little bit on the left of the PJCE, right. and then Montevilla Jazz Festival's a little bit on the right of the PJCE. Right. And then JSO's even farther right for the Montevilla Jazz Festival. <laughs> and let's, what else we got? <laughs> right. Who's Mitch right. McConnell in this is what I want to know. <laughs> well, the CMG is the outside of the outside. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they take it out. No, no question about yeah, it. Yeah, and I'm looking yeah. forward to their festival coming what up. What is too. Sound Factory? Sound Factory is the, um, their musical director, Michael Gamble. Uh-huh. Um, he came up with this idea to have these musicians and um, to do a special thing for our festival. Uh-huh. Um, we definitely wanted to have some of what they had to offer uh, uh-huh. on our festival. Do you, do you know anything about the, the rest of the guys in this band? Um, yeah, Jimmy Herod is going to be singing, um, uh-huh. and he's an incredible musician. The PJCE just got to do a thing with him that was really fun. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, he's a really great musician, not just a singer. You know, that's an old yeah. trope, I guess. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so... Uh, to hear him in this context, I'm excited because I know a little bit of what his voice and his instrument is capable of, and to hear it in a uh-huh. different context. I mean, I just heard him singing Billy Holiday tunes, and he sounded amazing. Yeah. So now he's going to like take it out with a CMG. I, it should that be, sounds really interesting because you so don't ever hear, yeah, don't ever hear Vo- vocals in you know. in out music. Yeah, I mean. Um, I mean, I remember Gene Lee was was one. Right. Um, matter of fact, I just I just played just an album with Rand Blake, uh-huh. and okay. I I, let, I did a whole hour on my reaction to the kidnapping of the children of, of the children and keeping oh. them in cages on yeah. my show last week. Right. And I I found I listened to a million versions of Sometimes I Feel Like a Motherless Child, and Gene Lee had the most amazing version. It's just her. Uh-huh. Rand, Rand Blake's on the album, but. Mm. Um, um, uh, but he doesn't appear on this tune. It's just her. Wow. And it's just solo incredible. vocals. Solo huh? vocal, wow. yeah. I'll have to check that out. So, yeah. It's, huh? I'll have to check that out. I yeah, really. It. Anyway, so uh, that's going to be interesting in that context. You yeah. See, yeah, you do, uh, don't ever hear. I mean, even, uh, uh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm trying to think of of out bands that have vocalists. And yeah. I can't think of any. Right. Yeah. That's great. I, I, I'm pretty sure, too. I mean, I guess I can... I know that they've been working hard to get David Ornette Cherry involved on this oh, set, nice. and it just isn't <laughs> confirmed yet, so we can't, uh, but you yeah. know, I can maybe leak it to the press well, here. Well, that would be nice. I, 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 I like David. I've done a million things with him. Yeah. He's an interesting cat. Yeah. Very interesting cat. Really He's interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was, I don't know. I was at a gig one time at uh, Goodfoot, mm-hmm. and uh, I think Skerrick was playing, Okay, and some of those some of those cats he plays with, and, uh, and they had called David to play Melodica. Mm-hmm. And he said to me, I've lived in Portland now for four years, and this is the first time I've ever been called for Melodica. (laughs) (laughs) All right, and then Tim Wilcox, one of the funniest human beings. Yes, he is. On Earth. He's one of my favorite people. Yeah, and uh, the return of Super Jazzers. It's the return of Super Jazzers, and um, it's a little bit of a reboot from a couple years ago. um, Uh Because a couple years ago, the Super Jazzers, this is their third time playing, um, and the CD... 
Super Jazzers Volume 2 will be available this time. They're playing not just the same music as last time. It's not a reboot in that sense, but uh-huh. um, it is a CD release, uh, and they're playing new music. Tim well, has been writing music uh, for this. so how can, he write, how can he find time when he's running a coffee shop? Yeah, roasting coffee and <laughs> firing employees, yeah. <laughs> well, that's great. Um, uh, he's, he's, he's always you know, great to see and, and fun to talk to. Yeah. And he's got uh, David Goldblatt and Bill Athens and Charlie Doggett. Man, that's a good. Yeah, that's a great band. Yeah, great band. Okay, you got to tell me who Dimitri Matheny is because he's playing with Daryl Graham. Yeah, those two go back a long ways. Mm-hmm. Um, Dimitri Matheny is a wonderful jazz trumpeter and flugelhorn player, um, and I've known him actually since I was like a sixteen-year-old kid. Really? Um, not really well, but I grew up in the Bay Area, and I used to go see this piano player legend in the Bay Area, Smith Dobson, play all the time. Mm-hmm. And um, a couple times I saw Dimitri Matheny play with him. It was either duo or trio or something like that. And yeah, I, I, I loved it. I mean, I, I wasn't the most knowledgeable, but I loved jazz at the time, and I, I thought he was a really great trumpet player. And uh, one time I bought his CD, and uh, I think it was called like Live at the Starlight Theater or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, I used to listen to that CD all the time. And then I also, he was on faculty at the Stanford Jazz Workshop when I went to that one summer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've known about Dimitri for a long time. And that CD that I bought from him had Daryl Grant on it way ah. before I knew who Daryl Grant was. Wow. So these two have been playing together a long time. Huh. Um, and uh, Dimitri is another one of the hardest working jazz musicians out there. So when he approached me about playing the festival, I was like, you know what would be cool? We It's our fifth year, and we mm-hmm. want to have Daryl Grant involved because he's been such a close partner you know, yeah. as an artist since year one. You know, I think he's played every year, mm-hmm. if not every year, almost every year. It's like, I know you two go back. Maybe we can do a cool thing. He's like, you know, that sounds good to me. Let's check with Daryl. So the two of them, we got together and talked about it, and they're going to get the whole band back together, I guess. Wow. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Great. And the ending with something that we could just sit and wallow in. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I know it's, you know, I, I, I realize there's lots of uh, very complicated and, mm-hmm. and uh, challenging music mm-hmm. in this festival, but Randy Porter and Nancy King, man, yeah. it's just like, sit back and love it. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. um, yeah, I, I'm so excited for this, and uh, just Randy is uh, not only just one of the most incredible musicians I've ever met, but he's a really great person, too. Um, so working with him, like sitting down with him and talking about what's going to go on and stuff, it's always a pleasure. He's just a, a super nice guy. Um, and Nancy's just one of the best musicians yeah. ever. Yeah. And uh, we wanted to kind of honor the legacy of Nancy. Right. We've right. Actually, we, she's been on... In our targets for five years, um, yeah. and we've gotten close a few times, but um, it, it hasn't quite worked out. But because of the buzz from the Grammy nomination and yeah. uh, you know his work with the other festivals, mm-hmm. um, we just thought it was a uh, it was time. You know, like, let's get Nancy, let's get Randy, let's honor the legacy here because um, legacy is important to us at, at MJF. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, we want to talk about new stuff, but we also want to honor. You know the legacy of Portland jazz too. Randy and the Cat Lady, <laughs> like from The Simpsons, the Cat Lady. That <laughs> Nancy's the Cat Lady. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, she's great. I, I, 
it's going to be great. It, it, we are kind of breaking our rule, admittedly, um, with this set because it's the Porter plays Porter stuff. Yeah. Um, there will be some trio numbers, and Randy's going to play some original music. Yeah. Um, and I think he has one tune that Nancy knows, so they're going to play that one. Um, but they're going to play you know tunes from the record, which yeah. is Cole Porter yeah. music, great. too. So, yeah, it's breaking our rule a little bit, but I'm okay with it because it's Nancy King. What's so. not to like about that? Yeah. Yeah. You know? I mean, uh, uh, well, great. That's terrific. Yeah. That's terrific. Yeah. All right. Okay. Now, uh, about, about the student stage. Yeah. What's, what's up with that? Uh, it's a little different this year. It, uh, I think we've had a student stage every year that we've been at Portland Metro Arts. Our mm-hmm. first year when we were in that little milepost five building, I we know. didn't have a student stage. We barely had a main stage. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a, lot it, of, a lot of sweating. It, it was, yeah, it was actually an oven. 150 no degrees doubt. or something. I, know. I was there, believe me. <laughs> it was a commercial-sized <laughs> oven. Um, <laughs> Uh, so we've had a student stage for four years now, and it's a little bit different this year. I mean, there's so many tremendous uh, organizations doing good work in jazz education and music education and just m- even more than that uh, mm-hmm. here in Portland. We want to involve them. Uh, Alan Jones Academy of Music has been a partner since year one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I run the Metropolitan Youth Symphony Jazz Ensemble. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we've had them involved in the past, and we've had Mount Hood Community College and other colleges. And this year, it's a little bit more individual-focused. Um, we are we went to some promising young students and asked them to put together specific things for, mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. the student stage. Wow. Um, and they have a little bit more uh, of the spotlight shown on them because all the student stage sets are in between sets on the main stage. So there's no overlapping of music. Um, It's like if you leave the theater, you're going to go into the other room where there's also music happening. So So it's um, not, you don't have to go outside, you still go have to go? It's inside. It's inside. Okay. It's inside, yeah. Um, Where there's air conditioning in August. That's good. (laughs) That's very good. Yeah, we've learned some (laughs) from our mistakes over the years a little bit. Um, so, yeah, some promising young students such as Nicole McCabe. If mm-hmm. the Portland Jazz audience isn't hip to Nicole McCabe yet, uh, hip yourself because mm-hmm. uh, she's another Nicole out of the PSU program. That she's a saxophone, saxophone player? Yeah. yeah. And she's great. Um, and she's also a really nice kid. Um, she's leading a trio. Uh, Donna Cruz Moreno's son, Andres Moreno, he's uh-huh. leading a group. and What does he play? He plays drums, and ah. he is a rising star as well. One of uh-huh. Alan's you know, yeah. shining students. Yeah. Um, and uh, some other notable students. Uh, there's a, a, a fine young sax player from out east a little bit in the Gresham area, Michael Tran. Uh-huh. He goes to Mount Hood Community College, and that's how I know him. So uh-huh. he's in the leader group. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Jake Kawaja, who is uh, one of Randy Porter's students on piano. He's leading mm-hmm. a trio. He's like another yeah. rising star. So it's a oh. lot of individual focus on the student stage this year. That's great. Yeah. Wow, what a festival. <laughs> Thanks. Nice going. We try. Yeah, nice going. Really. Yeah. <laughs> That's exciting. Yeah, I'm probably just scraping the tip of the iceberg of the stuff that I'm supposed to talk about, but this is my area of expertise. The well, music. I mean, we have gone 38 minutes so far. We <laughs> haven't even talked about baseball. Okay. <laughs> when are we going to do that? <laughs> After I turn the recorder okay. off. Okay. Spare the listeners. Then I can start, I can start yeah. being morose about the Orioles, you know. Yeah. Uh, 
All right, man. Thanks. Thanks a lot for coming in. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Have a great festival. I know you will. Thanks. Uh, and it looks it looks great. We're always we're we're very happy to be media sponsors again. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we'll do whatever we can. Man, we'll you. do what we're asked, and <laughs> some sometimes more like like this because we weren't asked to do this. I asked you right. to do this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I yeah. I want to thank yeah, you. You came for that all the way from home to to Northwest Portland. <laughs> Northwest. <laughs> and brave the traffic. You've been with us for five years too, man. So yeah, it's, I know. It's a, it's thank you for yeah, everything. Man. Always. Okay, man. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Bye. Oh, wait. We're going to go out. We're going to go out with uh, a tune from your album. Which one shall we go out on? Um, how about the most, like, uh, should we go super out or, like, You're just kind of me? pleasing? Um, <laughs> let's play the one called For Mom. Okay. What's, what's that about? It's just, I, I said to the band, it's like, all right, we've played some, like, pretty cool stuff and everything's been kind of, like, out. What if we played something... Uh, for someone that like doesn't know anything about this music and like doesn't really know anything about music, like I know my mom doesn't like this kind of music, so let's play something that my mom would like. So <laughs> that one's for okay. Mom. Tim DeRose, Charlie Doggett, Lee Alderton, Tim Wilcox, Mike Gamble, and Ryan Marr from Evil Twin. Thanks for being here. <laughs> 